Yo, it's Astro 8000, and you listening to Two Seater Radio. Two you are now listening to Two Seater Radio. Two white hoes kicking their butts on Molly. Lost in a party, my niggas got reckless. Go lower that stack, and my niggas gon' take it. Fucking that hoe, she claiming she take it. They playing no games, I don't do the taking. Push up in that gold, she eating like Pac Man. Flying down 88, thought I was Batman. Bruce Lee flow, I'ma heal the backhand. When he came in, and my niggas ain't changed. Number nine, she was just seven, my shoe. Yo, bitch, I'm my lawn, I hang with the crew. Drive me around for my lean for what? Drove 
paste, these niggas just copy Got the rappers, don't scare nobody I was 15, real slimy, nigga I was up north taking weed from hipsters Came back south taking weed from niggas Came back watching my green, it's simple Shit so hot, I'ma leave the rental Barbie doll, bitch, we was pleased with dimples Me and my dogs, that's breed the kennel Missed them days, it was easy, simple I really can't, can't trust nobody Stick to myself, I'm the one who got me Can't have fun, that's a gun in the potty Love my city, but these niggas be wildin' You are now listening to Two Seater Radio. Underground party scene for sure. Um, I don't want to call you underground because you don't never you never know where somebody gonna take it. But you 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 snapped on the warehouse parties. You snapped on every like dive bar, different right. venue in the city. And now we're starting to see you kind of move more nationally. Uh, let us know who we sitting here with right now. Hey, <laughs> uh, on a spontaneous tip, Astro Eight Thousand. Um, this was this was random, honestly. I, I didn't I didn't expect to be here with y'all, but. We're here. <laughs> Why you ain't expect to be here, man? You you've been doing your thing. On, we've been moving in similar spaces. We were supposed to work, but I think we had some shit the same night before. Yeah, um, yeah. I hit y'all to um, do a night at the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like before the um, the quarantine. Yeah. I had my my own uh, weekly going at the same. Mm -hmm. I think y'all had like a monthly. Like it was Thursday. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So. I caught you on the wrong day. It's all good. No, definitely. But regardless of like working or not, like it's like we all moving in these spaces. Um, 
we obviously do things here in Philadelphia. There's no way to like be doing DJing here in Philadelphia without seeing your name on a flyer or stepping out. So how'd you get your start here in Philly? Philly, because I, I know you, so I know you're not from the city. Yeah. So like what brought you over to the city and kind of got you to just get consistent work how you did? Um, Originally, like my best friend was living out here that like I grew up with. And like where I'm from, yeah. um, he was from Philly and then he, like, he moved out to where I'm from mm -hmm. and then Long story short, whatever. I moved out here because he was out here and he was working with um, Diamond Cuts and uh, Buzzworthy. And Diamond Cuts was like, yo, I want you to be like on my DJ squad. So I was like, oh, we're like one of the biggest DJs. Once we so know you were already works. DJing now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like my, Well, I started DJing when I was 16. Um, my dad's a DJ. Okay, so right. He put me on um, young. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so long story short, when Diamond Cut said she wanted to work, that was like the icing on the cake. And now so how'd you being here? Yeah. So where did the um the pink portion of your brand come from? Um, that was honestly random. That was like <laughs> it was like a phase where I was like into like really bright colors. Yeah. And um I was like into like Tyler the Creator, so like it was like a lot of like the you know bright colors and stuff. Um and yeah, I was just tired of like all black and all white parties. Mm -hmm. I was like Mm. I'm gonna do all pink party. What was the first? What was the first one? 2016. Was it at the one uh, on Hunting Park? Was it at that warehouse? Yeah, that one. That was the I first one. Was, I think we, we might have been at the, the very first one. I don't one. think I went to the very first one. I thought I was at the like, second one, though. It was like early. Whichever one it was. It was I didn't expect it to be that big. It, it was, was like small. the dudes that had that warehouse, they was like, yo, like, we'll rent it to you for $200. Yeah. And like, you can do whatever you want. And none of us, that was like the first party there. Like none of us expected it. Like yeah. we was all like not prepared for it. It was mm -hmm. like just people everywhere. Like, like all over the warehouse. Like you had to go in the elevator to get in. Like mm -hmm. it was, it was shaky. What do you think about uh, being a DJ that I've probably seen at almost every venue? What do you think about the venue options in Philadelphia and just like the, the source of opportunity in this city on like a, a rising scale that's like outside of the festival world or the club world? I mean, it's, it's very limited. Um, I feel like it's, you know, financially not a musical hub, mm -hmm. um, Philadelphia quite yet. I feel like it's definitely on its way there, but I feel like as of, you know, the past couple of years, a lot of venues, um, they've been shutting down. Yeah, it's probably gonna be even crazier once we all get out of quarantine. And like Philly's getting crazy gentrified, so like, like, you know, a lot of places can't afford to stay open. You know? Right. So, I mean, it's not really going to be too much of an underground scene anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be like downtown. Yeah, that shit crazy. That shit sure. definitely about to look crazy when we uh, get out of here. So I see, I think we're all pivoting. Two-seater obviously hasn't been focused on gigs as much um, and just kind of pivoting into other crafts and like other areas to just be of use to the culture and of our people and ourselves. Um, like, you started producing too. Um, talk more about like how you've been making the transition from DJ to also introducing like you Astro 8000 as the producer. All right, well, I mean, honestly, you know, she, Mother Mary Rose sitting next to us. Yeah, here. shout out to Mother Mary, Mother yeah. Mary Rose rocking with us right now. <laughs> She's the one who like really got me back in my production bag. Cause like, I used to produce like, you know, before I moved to Philly, like I was like more into producing. Okay. And then like I just 
never had like that artist you know mm -hmm. i never like i always was like yo like i just need like that artist to like i can just make beats for you're like, very particular you know? about like who gets your beats uh yeah yeah because like i'm i'm it's easier for me to like make a beat sitting next to you because mm -hmm. i'm very like specific when it comes down to like sounds and stuff like that mm -hmm. so like it's hard for me to just like send someone a beat and just be like yo like you know yeah. get on this <laughs> but <laughs> You know, so me having like the artist, um, maybe like I think a year now that we've been going hard, like really with her music. Yeah. That's like you know, a year like ago from today. That you know, that's when I started going back in my production bag, and I was like, all right, like you know, I'm I'm just gonna go crazy with this. You know, one of the main rules tracks that I'm finding out that you produce are, are hard, like the beats are hard. Have you placed your beats with anyone else? Cause like I said. The, it's kind of, those beats have introduced me to her as an artist and it's kind of gave her a sound, like a unique sound. Sure. Um, is there any other else I can look to even like reference that sound or I have to straight go to her right now um, as your priority artist? Um, yeah, she's definitely like my priority artist, you know. <laughs> not just not just because we're in a relationship or nothing like that, yeah. but like, you know, it's just that I feel like as far as like artists, like the options I have, like she's like, you know, who I have like chemistry with. Right. And business is business. Yeah. Like, our relationship and business is two 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 separate things. Yeah, no doubt. You no know, doubt. once we in the studio, we locked in. That's it. You mentioned your uh, your pop was a DJ. Um, what was you listening to coming up? Like, as you was growing up. Honestly, it was really like it was a very diverse, yeah. you know, range of sounds. Um, I grew up like you know in the two thousands, obviously, like most of us. Um, so like just like two, like anything 2000s like pop you know hip hop um, I grew up in like a small town it was like a mixture of like white people yeah. and um, like a lot of like Spanish so I heard like a lot of like growing up I went to house parties a lot of like reggaeton yeah. and like like dance hall and stuff yeah. like that so like I was always into like just different stuff yeah. and I was very open early and then when I came out to Philly it just like you know, just put the icing on the cake and like I was just able to, you know, just appeal to like a lot of different crowds out here. And outside of Philly, lit. is there any like um, other market outside of Philly that you feel like you enjoy DJing? Because you just went outside the city. So like, is there any, what city is your favorite when you step outside of Philly? I feel like, I mean, as far as like accepting to different sounds, New York is like, you know, it's a very fun city to DJ in because you could just throw anything on mm -hmm. and like you could go deep into like the deep cuts and like the b-sides and you know you could still have the, the dance floor rocking right, right right I feel like it's not like that out in Philly like a lot of people you know if they hear something they don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it just gets crickets yeah, like you just yeah, like yeah. you rock and you like oh yeah this, yeah, this yeah. song about to go off and then like people just be like on their phone and like Damn, this is a banger and y'all missing out. Yeah. You got the 8,000 tent right on your neck. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us about the 8,000 collective and what's, what's that? Um, so, I don't know. As far as like 8,000, like it was, it was, I was in the process of like rebranding everything before mm. like the quarantine. Like yeah. I like just got my own, my own monthly again at the Saint and my own monthly at Silk City. And I was like, all right, like I'm going to fall back from like, a lot of parties and just like focus more on like the 8,000 parties again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like I was, it was like a point where I was like doing a lot of parties with other people. Yeah. And like now I'm like, I want to bring back just like everything is just an 8,000 party mm -hmm. that I do, you know, I don't want to like be on a random party or like a random looking flyer. Like I want all my stuff to 
you know, look a certain way and <clears throat> pretty much where it's head, it's supposed to be headed now because of the, obviously coronavirus messed all of our DJs, like yeah, all yeah, of our yeah, stuff yeah. up. So, but moving forward, I'm just going to keep that energy going where the 8,000 is just going to be, you know, the, the party, the party part of everything. That's like everything I do mm-hmm. is 8,000. What's so. your opinion on like the Twitch parties and like shit like that? I can't really get down with them. Uh-huh. I mean, it, I, I do, I DJ to like bring people together and, and really feel that energy in person, right? Yeah, yeah, that's really like my thing. So like the mixes is cool and everything. I was doing them like heavy, like like the first month of coronavirus. And then like, I was just like, yo, this is cool. But like, like it's not the same, like, you know? They take the feeling out of it. Yeah, so yeah. What do you think has been like the biggest thing you've been able to focus on like throughout this quarantine and being forced to like sit down and not do a weekly or a monthly, like you were forced to just kind of like readjust um as far as astro what has been the best thing that's come up of like sitting down um what like since the coronavirus yeah since you haven't been able to live like that active life where you've been on a flyer somewhere every week you know what i mean now what do you think has been the best thing that's come of it i mean it's given me time to like be astro the producer Mm -hmm. and it like really like is helping me um realize where, what like what I want to do and like what I'm getting out of this and the direction I want to go because right. like sometimes I feel like you know we'll just get caught up like we'll be throwing parties but like like what's the final result out of like throwing the parties you know because it's like you can't throw parties forever yeah so you know I think it's like making me into Astro the producer and like just like giving me ideas of how to you know have longevity Brian when we when we gonna be able to party again dog. When, when you think, what's your, what's your guess? What's like 2022? 2022? Yeah. I mean, we're going to be able to party again in like maybe two, January or some shit, but it's just like, is it worth it? Like, like what the fuck? people like really to get the real yeah, Everybody's going to be all weird and shit. So, like, <laughs> I feel like it's going to start off as like limited, limited, like. Niggas yeah, is outside already. Yeah, though, I, like, yeah, niggas. Yeah. So niggas is definitely partying already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we just got back from Vegas, and right. like, yo, when I tell you, we had to like step away from a couple areas. Yeah, like, like, so. you uneasy, right? Like, you feel like kind of like you squirming around. Like, you're to have y'all around. have y'all been to Vegas? Like since yeah, Corona? Not like at all. Like, oh, I was I a kid. I was a kid. I was like, I was like street called Fremont or something like that's like I don't know, like some like the South Street of Vegas, and like it was just like. Jane thousand man. people in there. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I can't breathe in there. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I know, I know Mother Mary Rose is sitting right with us. So I want to know, beyond her being your main artist, are there artists that you would like to just get in the studio and sit down with and cook up with? Yes, but... You want to um, shout them out or maybe like speak it into existence or you want to keep it to yourself? I'm going to say this. It, <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna happen when it happens because I get caught up in you know making so many beats and we I'm, I'm just gonna say it's gonna happen when it happens. I, my main focus is making like a lot of stuff weird. Right? <laughs> I have I have some like a couple of, like things that you know goals in place that yeah. like I want to do before I work with like certain people. So I don't know when that's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but. I have like certain people who aren't artists that like I'm, you know, making beats for right now. And they aren't even artists yet. Yeah, no, they're, they're not. They're not artists at all. But like, 
Yeah. It's just like someone that I want to work with that like I'm trying to like get beats to that right. is gonna get beats to like people who like are gonna be people I want to work with. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's tough, man. That's tough. No, I'm glad to like really t- be sitting with you during um, this time when everybody is recognized you as a DJ and kind of highlight you growing into a producer more. Um, you know, because it's, it's just an interesting time and everybody knows you. One thing when we had another conversation where we were talking about you transitioning. But like yeah, here on you transition is definitely gonna be cool because one thing you've been able to do successfully with the DJ and is just flood the streets, flood the market, and like really establish your brand. So I know the same thing is gonna happen with the production too. Is there anything else you would want people to know like that we you feel like we might not have touched on that you want people to like know about Astro? Um, no, not really. I mean, people. I think the you know the the parties and the the people you know can speak for it and. Um, What's to come? It, you know, we're we're headed into like some different different times. So yeah, yeah. what's to come is gonna be different. You know, it's you know it, it's gonna be more digital. Yeah. So. Appreciate you rocking with us today. Let people know where to follow you at. You know, any pages you want them to follow. Yes. Uh, Instagram, Astro Eight Thousand. That's A S T R O, and then the number Eight Thousand. Um, Twitter, the same thing, but. I got a nut ass underscore at the end. So I'm sorry. I, don't know, I don't know who got a regular Astro 8000. It's not existent, but like, yeah, Twitter got an underscore at the end. So, same thing. You are now listening to Two Seater Radio. Two Seater. Drop no more, huh? This straight drop, no more. Huh? I flow like I'm poet. Huh? Uh, 
they like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ask them hoes, they won't fuck. They like, yeah, 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 yeah. My life chose up for the bucks. That bitch chose up and it sucks. Her new nigga ain't like me. Yeah, just pee my new wifey. Yeah, bitch bad if she like me. If I got locked, would you write me? Yeah, tell the truth, don't lie to me. Yeah, I know you say you my woman. Hold the drink, ain't a problem. Hit a new coupe and I'm riding in it. Outside of my city, I ain't hiding in it. Just ask around, they say I'm the nigga.